Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Bitchopedia podcast. I'm your host, Dahlia, and today's episode is all about adapting to change. So if you listened to last week's episode, you may have noticed, because I noticed when I went back to edit the audio, I was, I mean, obviously I had a little bit of space to feel this way, but I was very stressed and I was going through something that was bringing up a lot of emotions for me, which is fine. And I needed time to process that, right? Like we talked about, if you didn't listen last week, essentially I hurt my leg and they told me that I was going to have to have surgery. And I was like, "Eh, I'm a single mom, can't really do that. So like, what's your plan B basically? And it brought up again, it brought up a lot for me because I was having fear that, you know, I'm one step away from falling into despair and homelessness and, you know, starvation and all these things, which in the moment feel very, very real. But when I was able to kind of pull away from it, I saw that I was sitting in the victim mentality. And again, I mean, I was technically a victim, right? In the beginning, it's totally fine to be like, yeah, this fucking sucks. (laughs) This sucks. This is not what I expected. This is not what I wanted. This isn't in alignment with how I thought things were going to go. So obviously it's normal to get set back and to get discouraged, but it's all about how you bounce back and how you handle the plan B. So things are going to change. We know this. We've talked about this. Obviously this is something that I have struggled with as a person who likes to dig my heels in and loves structure and stability, right? Those are big terms that I really wanted, especially in the beginning of my healing journey. That was really all I was craving because there was so much change and there was so much disorganization and I was so afraid just living in fight or flight, essentially. Like I'm in survival mode, right? So of course I wanted to find some sort of structure so that I could create safety. And that is an important first step, right? So I did that, but it's easy to get stuck in that way of um, stability, calling it stability, but really it's rigidity. Does that make sense? So I was listening. If you know anything about Taoism, T-A-O-I-S-M, you should go look it up if not, but it's basically about like the way of ease, right? And I was just listening to a video and they were talking about how you should move like water, right? Water is very fluid. Of course, it can be very strong, but, and destructive, (laughs) but it can also be soft. And it talked about how, you know, you dip your fingertips in the water and you see it move. Or if you even blow on water, it can change its shape, right? But water adapts. It changes based on the container that you put it in. It fluctuates, right? That is the energy that we need to keep because I think a lot of times, especially for me, I think about people who kind of go with the flow. That scared me a bit because it's like, yeah, I'm just not that kind of person. Like I am a structure kind of person, but I think everyone, because we all need to meet in the middle, right? So I think if we all try to integrate and take a little bit of that opposite side of the spectrum, I think that is when we meet success. So obviously, yes, I don't want to completely get rid of structure, stability, all of these things. I need that, right? 
But integrating a little bit of change is good. And we've talked about this on the podcast before too. Like we're evolving, so that's okay. But again, I was kind of getting stuck in that victim mentality because there was one part I remember specifically when I was editing last week's episode. And I said, I can't even do yoga. And I knew, honestly, if I'm being really honest with myself and with you guys, I knew that that wasn't true when I said it. Because I was like, I mean... Can't is a strong word, right? Like you can't do, I don't know, warrior poses maybe or what, you know, poses with your legs. But I literally got certified to teach yoga. And one of the courses that we had was about chair yoga. So it's like you're being dishonest with yourself and you're kind of sitting in it because you want to believe because it's easy, right? That's that kind of self-sabotage sneaking in and You don't notice it because it seems like you're doing what's best for you because that's a really convenient narrative to kind of box it up in, right? It's like, well, I can't do it because I'm hurt. So like, oh, and then really your brain, that part of you that wants to self-sabotage is like, yes, yes, we did it, right? Like we hit her with something and now she's not going to be able to adapt and we'll get back to our safety zone, our safe limit where she's not trying to go off and take over the world because that's really scary, right? So I pulled back and I was like, okay, let's be real. I really can do yoga. Stop being that way, right? (laughs) Without being too mean to myself. Like, you need to stop this. So I made adjustments. I made adjustments to my schedule and I realized that what I needed to do, I think the most important thing that I needed to do was to get my new schedule as close to my regular routine as possible. I needed to bring some sort of normalcy and familiarity to a situation that was extremely difficult and extremely new and jarring, right? Because I'm making progress and I'm doing all these things, all my money's coming in and, you know, I'm paying off bills, I'm doing, I'm doing all the things and then I get halted Come to a grinding halt and the easiest way for me to handle the situation was would be to say this always happens you know this always happens to me every time I think I'm gonna get ahead I don't and I might have said that last week you know like I know that that's how I felt because that was how it felt it's like I'm doing all these things I get ahead and now like what so I two weeks I can get ahead and then that's it. Like I didn't even get a whole month of being ahead. I don't get to enjoy this long term. You know, like and that that idea, that limiting belief that I had that I was telling myself was that this is not sustainable, right? You can do it for a short amount of time, but then you can't. So again, I had to adapt. I had to adapt to not being able to work physically. And I changed my course of action to do the things that Honestly, that I've been wanting to do, but I didn't, or I told myself that I didn't have the time to do. And I was like, there's no excuse now. Like, look at it as the universe has put you on the couch and now you can only do couch activities. What's the most productive couch activity that you could do? And that would be write, practice my writing, um, organizing my story, um, coming up with non-physical ways of making money and that, cause that stressed me out. But I was like, you know, all I can do is con- all, the only things I can control are the things that I do. Right. So if I have this inherent belief and trust in the universe that they're going to take care of me, universe is going to take care of me, God source, whatever you want to call it is going to take care of me, this higher power. But all I have to do is show up and do the best that I can. And then I leave. Like that's it, right? So 
I started making those little changes and I started doing yoga in a chair. And let me tell you something, (laughs) it really did something so great for my mental health. Like it gave me that sense of normalcy again. I felt like the person that I was, it helped me it kind of took off a little bit of that pressure that like, you know, I'm falling out of my routine and I'm not going to be able to get back into it. Cause you know how you feel when you're working out and you really hit your momentum and you're getting in good shape and you can run without, you know, losing your breath for a while. And then something happens, an injury or whatever. And then you have to go back and you have to start all over again. And that was so discouraging for me because I kept thinking like, I am going to have to start all over again. But that's a limiting belief too because I didn't lose any of the progress that I had before, right? Like I just can't work this bartending job right now for, I don't know, six weeks? Like let's say six weeks. Okay, look at the current moment, right? Look at the current moment. Are all your bills paid? Yes. Do you have food? Yes. Do you have a home? Yes. Water? Yes. Power? Yes. All these things I could go down the list and look at and say, okay, so are things really falling apart or are you anticipating that they are going to fall apart? And that's worrying about the future. That's not worrying about the present moment. So if I'm worried about present moment, the things that I can do are to sit down and come up with a plan to maintain as much normalcy again as I had before And keeping that routine as close as you can. Um, Because then you feel like you're building off of the momentum of what you had before, right? So I actually text my yoga, uh, well, my gym manager where I teach yoga. And I told her, you know, this is what's going on. It's like I'm in um, in a mobilizer for my knee. So I can't really do anything other than waist up. But I'm, again, I'm the only yoga teacher at this studio. So I was like, you know, I feel bad because especially with all these people, the guilt that I had because all these people were showing up with their New Year's resolutions and they've been making all this progress and people are coming to class and building momentum. And then I stopped like to think that my injury or whatever, my life affected other people was difficult. So I was like, you know, again, you're staying in that victim mentality. What happens if you try like what happens if you show up and do what you can because that's the thing right is I need to do everything that I can was I doing everything that I could by telling her I couldn't work no because I can I can work from a chair so I have it right here with me I drew out a paper with my um for my yoga chart basically my yoga sequence and I wrote all the things down and the name or the word the theme of the class was adapt. And it was about adjusting to new conditions. And I thought like I can use this as a teaching experience for someone, right? Because it's a learning experience for me. It's certainly taught me. And if I'm going through it and my whole thing (laughs) is to share my story with people so that they can learn and experience the lessons that I learned, maybe and hopefully without having to experience themselves. And then you can empathize with more people. You know, it's for the greater good of everyone, right? So I'm thinking big picture and kind of trying to focus on things outside of myself. Because again, victim mentality, it's really easy for me 
to sit at home and feel sorry for myself. And don't, don't get me wrong. I did. I think I did it for probably three days where I just sat down and I mean, I was in pain, you know, it's not, I'm not blaming myself at all, but I was upset and I got really, really shaken and really scared. And then it was like, okay, well time for plan B now. Like you wallowed, you were sad, but now it's time to leap back into action. Even if that action doesn't look like the action that you were taking before, right? So I've got a couple of questions on here that I did during my Shavasana during yoga. So when everyone's laid down at the end of yoga class, if you don't know what Shavasana is, it's when everyone's relaxed and I kind of just walk them through, you know, the theme. So a couple of the questions that I ask, and you can journal about these if you want to, or just kind of contemplate, let these come to your mind and just kind of contemplate what they mean to you and what areas of your, of your life you can adapt in and apply these to. So the first question is, where are you resisting adaptation? Is there an area of your life where you could, if you were honest with yourself, you could make changes? Is there an area that you could be changing, but maybe it feels easier and more comfortable to sit in the position of not changing it because then you get to kind of be passive in what happens in your life. And then maybe ask yourself what ideas you need to release as far as how things were supposed to go. Do you have an opportunity? I mean, you can picture your future right now because some things, again, like I can still walk, right? I'm probably going to get better. There are other options that I'll be able to go back to work eventually, right? We're not there yet where it's like, you're never going to be able to do that again. Find out something else, right? So ask yourself what idea you're holding on to in the future. And if it's serving you to hold on to that, or if you need to release it and kind of come to terms with and accept the idea that that future is probably not going to happen anymore. And that's okay. And that's a really, really difficult moment to have with yourself and question to ask yourself. But again, just kind of looking at like, where we're at with moving forward past these blocks, right? So asking yourself, where are you limiting yourself? Where are you saying I can't when you really can? Because that's what I was doing. Again, I can't do yoga. I was like, I can't even do yoga. Yes, you can. You can't do yoga the way you did it before, but you can, okay? Being really, really honest with yourself is the most difficult thing, but it's the most crucial, right? So the next question I had was, where can you accommodate yourself? Are there things that you can do to make it easier for you to adapt to your new routine? Are there people that you can call in and help? Do you even know the areas that you need help in? Because that's step number one, right? Like looking at, for instance, shopping. I couldn't drive a car because I was an immobilizer, right? Um, And I still am. I say was, but I've adapted and I'm getting used to using it. And moving more quickly now, right? So one of the areas that I needed help in was like picking up groceries, taking out my trash, um, doing any of these smaller things that I couldn't do, right? So I kind of outsource, but that involves asking people for help. And again, we're talking about fucking lessons that I learned. Asking people for help was not easy for me. In fact, last night, I just thought about it. I was, um, I was leaving Target. And I was loading up my groceries and I'm on a crutch doing all this stuff. And this woman runs over to me and she's like, let me help you load this stuff up. 
And I was like, no, 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 it's okay. And she was like, you know, I've been there. I hurt my leg too. And one time this woman came and helped me. And I just remember how nice it was that she helped me because no one else was. And, you know, I basically, she said like, I allowed her to help and it was just really nice. And I appreciated it. And I was like, you know what? You're right. Fuck. Put my groceries in the car, you know, cause it's so difficult for me to ask for help. And I knew that, but it's also difficult for me to accept help. Like people are volunteering to help me and I'm telling them no. So it's kind of getting over that stubbornness of letting people help, realizing that I can't do it all and I might be able to do, well, I'm never going to be able to do it all, but I might be able to do more later. But as of right now, in this season of injury, I can't, there's nothing that I can do to change the injury that I have, right? If there was, I would have done it because some things can be changed. Some things can be um. Well, some things can be changed and some things have to be adapted too, right? So this is one of those things where I had to adapt. Um, And again, it it gets easier. That was kind of the thing that I forgot was like now I'm whizzing around in this fucking mobility or immobilizer and I've got my little crutches and I'm doing all the things and I'm learning it now. It's kind of like learning with, you know, a different skill or something. It's just, it's just a new skill that I'm evolving in. And I was hard on myself in the beginning because I found it difficult. But like, what the fuck? You're doing new things. You're trying, you know, like you're, you're learning to live life in a new way. And I think especially when we're on this kind of healing journey and we're working around not just physical limitations, but also emotional limitations or mental limitations, I think it's easy to get down on ourselves and and upset with ourselves. But if we will just be patient and loving to ourselves as we adapt and create that safe space so that it is okay to learn and adapt, then we start moving forward. And then by then, it doesn't even matter if things go back to the way they were because we've adapted to the new way now. You know, like, oh, well, if I always have a limp, I'll learn to walk with a limp, you know, because there's nothing that you can do other than that. Like, that's that's all that there is. So I wanted to make this a short episode. I didn't want it to be super long. And honestly, I'm kind of impressed with myself that I'm keeping it down to this time. But I just wanted to say that, like, I really... I did get kind of stuck in that victim mentality. And if you're stuck there, that's okay too. And if you need more time, like if you're not ready yet, don't. It's okay. It's okay. You can sit there for a little while. Just make sure and you know when the time to move is. You know. That nagging feeling inside of you knows. So listening to that small, still inner voice and adapting to change and your new routine will get easier You just have to be patient with yourself. And remember staying anchored to the future of what that end goal is. That's going to help you pull yourself toward it. Find that spot that you are aiming for and keep moving forward. And if something has happened and it's rerouting you, that's okay too. It's okay. And it's okay if it takes a little longer to get there. Like things happen. We run into roadblocks. We just have to be patient with ourselves And be flexible and kind of allow that room to grow. So one last announcement and then I'm going to end. And I I was talking earlier about the courses that I'm trying to develop. Not trying, am developing. Um, And right now they're all kind of all over the place because I'm in the like brainstorming process of it. But I've started it and I'm kind of narrowing everything down. So I really plan by the end of February, hopefully by March, 
um, I plan to have a couple of courses. So if that's something you're interested in, I'm working on it. So follow along. You can subscribe to the podcast and I'll keep you updated on that. I'm just, I'm going to set up a couple of links and things like that. So I'm trying to figure out the best way to get it out to you guys for like manifesting courses and, you know, limiting belief sessions, all these things, basically life coaching skills like I do on the podcast, but very specific, very in-depth and kind of workable for you. You can work with it in your own time and it's kind of self-paced courses basically. So if that's something you're interested in, you can always follow me. Again, you can follow me on TikTok um, at the Dahlia Bradshaw or at Bravo Bitch Fest. And you can also email me. I can put all these links um Again, I'm going to set up a whole, I'm setting up a link tree so that I can have all this stuff in one place and you guys can easily access everything. But if the courses are something that you're interested in, feel free to reach out and let me know. You can find me on social media or you can email me directly, Bradshaw at bitchopediapodcast.com. So again, if there's something you guys are going through, just remind yourself to kind of be gentle, be flexible, move like water and move slowly and gently and easily and gracefully allow yourself room to reassess and move forward. Thank you guys so, so much for listening and I'll talk to y'all all next week. Bye.